All right, Miss Jones, how you doing today? I'm doing good. How are you? I'm doing wonderful. So how you pronounce your first name? Uh, it's Chantil. So like the guy's name Sean and the color teal. So Chantil. Yes. Right. All right. So I want to make sure sure I got it right. So how y'all doing, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen? We have uh, Chantel Smith Jones today. So all right. So so Miss Jones. So what do you prefer to be called? Uh, <laughs> I mean, it, it really doesn't matter. Smith Jones. Smith Jones. Gotcha. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Cool. So. Just to give you a little background on her, uh, you went to Indiana Tech. You got a bachelor's mm -hmm. in business administration, concentration in sports management, correct? Yep. And while you were there, you also ran track and field, track and field, right? Yep. So did you go to school on a track and field scholarship? I did. Okay. Okay. That's cool. That's cool. So so what was it like being in, being in school on scholarship for people that don't know? How was it? It was cool. You know? Cool. Yeah. I mean... Stuff was paid for. Yeah. Uh, no, it was always a bonus. Yes, it was NAIA. Um, okay. It doesn't really matter what level it is, as long as you got some form of school being paid for, it's a good thing. Um, but definitely being on that academic academic list um, for a scholarship is even better, uh, especially when your grades are, are where they're supposed to be. So uh, it was pretty fun. Definitely had its, its perks for sure. Got you, got you. So, what uh, what events did you? I mean, like, what uh, what did you run? I ran a hundred, sprinter, long distance. Ooh, no. <laughs> uh, I ran the the two, the four, and the four by four. Okay, two to four and the four by four. Got you, got you. So, all right. So, what made you want to be an agent? What made you say I'm going to school for business for business administration and I want to be an agent? Uh, so for the most part, um. Uh, I played basketball in high school. Um, and then um, from there, I knew from, I ain't gonna say from jump, but like by my junior and senior year, um, I knew I wasn't gonna make it to the league um, like I wanted to do. Um, so for me, it was trying to figure out what's the next best thing for me to do um, that's in sports where I can still be able to make an impact um, and still be able to uh, pretty much, you know, bring something to my community for the most part. So I started thinking like what other sports are in or what other jobs are in the sports industry, whatever the case may be. Um, I've seen a lot of the people that I either played against or played with um, go to the next level um, and either got misrepresented or they didn't know the process and didn't understand the process. Um, so when I got into college, that's when I decided this is where I need to be. And I decided to take the initiative and, and try to go ahead and, and figure out everything I could about being a sports agent and then from there, it just took off. Okay. Okay. Most definitely. So what? So you know, being a sports agent, I, I think that's a that's actually a cool job. That's a something <laughs> I, I thought about doing before I got into broadcasting, but it's something I I did consider. But it's 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 most definitely a lot of work. I think people think, you know, they see it on TV, they think you know it's a pretty easy thing. But yeah. uh, you know, over the NBA, what made you pick the WNBA? Um, it's it's all about women. Uh, the empowerment of women, um, making sure that women have a voice, making sure that women are using that platform. Um, with me being a woman, with me playing the sport and was a woman, and with the sport being predominantly black, um, it seemed fit um, to go about that way. And and I, I love basketball, I love women's sports. Um, so it was it was a no brainer to start there for sure. Gotcha, gotcha. So when you when you play, what were you a guard or? <laughs> 
That's the only position I can play. Okay. Yeah, I just, I just making sure you might be uh, seven foot tall or something. No, I'm just messing. Nah. <laughs> I, I got you. I got you. So yeah, I know you, you touched on. You said a lot of a lot of people you've seen that were uh, misrepresent misrepresented. Is that something that often happens with agents? Uh, pretty much for the most part. It just depends on the type of agent it is, or you know what's their you know, what's their prerogative and what they're trying to do and what are they trying to accomplish at the at the same time. A lot of agents would rather just, you know, sign an athlete just to say they got the athlete or, you know, just to make money off the athlete. They're not really interested in the, you know, the lives and the careers of the athletes and stuff like that. So um, it just depends on the agent for the most part and their relationship. Gotcha. So do you think that comes from sometimes them having too many clients? Sometimes, not all the time. Um, when you have a team behind you that can help you um, with the amount of clients that you're bringing on, um, it helps for sure. But um, if you're just bringing on more clients and more clients just to say that you have these clients, um, it doesn't really help the client for that matter. And then you end up being fired anyway. I got you. I got you. So you're the CEO and founder of your own uh, sports agency, Captured Sports Agency, correct? Mm hmm. So what made you want to start your own agency instead of maybe working for a bigger agent? I mean, not a bigger agent. You know what I mean? Instead of working for yeah. like a, a big time agency, what made you say, you know what? I'm going to start my own agency. I'm going to make my own name. It wasn't my decision. It wasn't your decision? No, sir. Uh, <laughs> yeah. So um, pretty much I was interning um, at this mm -hmm. sports agency, this small sports agency down in Dallas. Um, it was called Max Sports Group at the time. And um, for the most part, I think I was there for about a year, year and a half. Um, and then in prayer, I heard God say, I need you to bring a sports agency, you know, back to your hometown so that you can help, you know, your community and continue to make an impact. Um, and I, you know, me being a, a young African-American woman in this industry. Mm -hmm. No, <laughs> I'm not doing that. Uh, <laughs> so I pretty much told God, you're crazy. Like you're you're, <laughs> you're tripping because you can't think that I'm about to do this. So, um, you know, I went on for a couple more weeks, brushing it off, not thinking about it. Um, and then it came to me again. And he was like, you know, if I called you to do this, then you're more than qualified. And I was like, okay. <laughs> so at that point, um, I, I took the initiative, stepped in with my right foot forward. Um, and then from there, I've just been obedient um, and just following his will, of what he wanted me to do. I tell people all the time, I didn't choose this. <laughs> He chose it for me, um, and I'm just, you know, trying to fulfill his grace and his will for my life for the most part. Most definitely. We we do thank you for being obedient because, you know, I know <laughs> oftentimes we all kind of uh, think he might be crazy because, you know, <laughs> we don't see things the way he necessarily sees them. So, you know, so we all kind of try and do our own thing, and it never really works, and we always end up doing what he wants us to do yeah. anyways. So, yeah. <laughs> you know. So that that's always the the, the case. Um, so so I, I just I want to ask you a few questions about the WNBA because you know, I know the WNBA doesn't get as much um, attention as as it deserves. I mean, the quality of basketball to me is is at a high level. You know, mm -hmm. I even, it's getting to the point now where I'm starting to prefer the women's college games over over the men's, and I'm not just saying that because you're here. But to me, the uh, style of basketball is like basketball at its purest form. If that makes sense. Uh, yeah. So, what what do you think the the WNBA? I'm sorry, should do to become more popular? Like, what's what's like two things you think they could do to become more popular? Uh, pretty much, it's it's, it's all about exposure. Mm -hmm. It's all about exposure. 
Um, and it's also having more people talk about it. And I think that's what we are. Yeah, that's what we did this past season um, with our, you know, the WBA media team went crazy mm-hmm. um, this past season with Christina and Ari and uh, B2Rail and, and Miles and so many other people who have tapped into the WBA um, this past season. And it, and it wasn't just this past season. It's been multiple seasons, but they really, you know, really used their platform and, and really got out there. So um, it's it's our our sports media people coming up and giving that exposure, or not even that exposure, but talking, talking about it, um, continuously putting WNBA news out there um, and a whole bunch of other different things. And another thing, like I said, the exposure, we have games that's on ESPN. We're watching yeah. games on Twitter. We're watching games on Facebook. We're watching games on Amazon Prime. That's the way it needs to be. That just started for us. Like we weren't getting the ABCs and the ESPN games because they didn't want to play us. They didn't. They didn't want to put those those games on there because they thought they wouldn't get the the audience. But this year alone, that that viewership went up. I want to say almost three hundred percent. Yeah, you know, I, just I, I know it went up a lot. Yeah. So it's like that. if you put this, if you put them there, they will grow. You know. But if you continue to to you know hide them and put them underneath you know, a dark shadow, they, they can't grow. You know what I'm saying? You can't, you can't expect a flower to grow with no sunlight, you know? So the WNBA needs, they need that light and they deserve that light because they've been putting in work constantly, um, especially with them playing in the league. And then they go overseas to play and then they come right back and play again. Yeah, I, I think it, that's, that's like crazy to me. Like the fact that yeah. they're <laughs> playing, playing over there and then come back and playing over here. Like that's just, like I think something definitely needs to be done to get them to the point to where they don't have to do that. But I get it from their point of view. You know, you 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 making more money over there, mm-hmm. uh, essentially where most of them are. You know, they're making more money over there, and you, you know, you still come back over here. That helps you kind of supplement your income. So I do definitely uh, get that. So you know, this is a we had a um, a subject on my podcast. Uh, sub, say what I said again, and the subject was. Should the NBA be obligated to to maybe help the help the WNBA out? And I know for me, what I said was I do feel like the NBA could do more. Mm-hmm. I do feel like the NBA players could do more uh, with certain things. Uh, what what would you say to that? Uh, for me, I say yes and no. Mm-hmm. Um, I say for the NBA could do more, like like you said, like. The athletes this past season, like they were wearing the the WNBA orange hoodies. Um, I forget who it was. One of the players now is wearing Candace Parker's shoe at a basketball game. You know, wow. it's it's letting people know like they're there, like mm-hmm. they're they're killing the game right now. And it's like so many women athletes are, you know, wearing these Kyrie's, wearing these Jordans, or or wearing these NBA players' shoes. But what's coming back to us, like? What are they doing to show that they're supporting us as well? So that's that's one side of it. Um, another thing is the WNBA has been the forefront of a lot of things for a while now, um, as far as social injustice, um, using their platforms and everything. They've been doing that for years, um, and that was without the NBA. Mm. So it's like the WNBA can make a stance by themselves, um, but at the same time, they need they do need that support of exposure, word of mouth type stuff. The same thing that we give. Um, on our end for the men um, and the NBA, you know, we're wearing their shoes, we're wearing their jerseys. Um, we're sh- 
you know, hollering out Kobe, RIP, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. You know, it's, it's stuff like that. Like, who's yelling out Candace, you know what I'm saying? Or CP3, you know what I'm saying? So it's it's things like that where um, a lot of our athletes in the WNBA should be, you know, spotlighted for that. Most definitely. You know, and we had, they had some, uh, you know, there's been some big storylines in the WNBA this year. You know, uh, but, you know, I just feel like that sometimes the negative storylines are the ones that get put on the most. Like you've seen so much about, uh, I want to say it was in the, wasn't in the, not the finals, but before the finals, you had them having to take four or five flights to get somewhere uh, about uh, when the Phoenix Mercury couldn't play on their own home court and they had to play at, uh, I want to say at the Arizona State or Mm-hmm. Or something like that. So you, so I mean, you know, those are like big, big. Those are like the big storylines that you remember. You know, obviously Candace Parker uh, going back home, win the championship for Chicago. I think that's great. I know the Phoenix Mercury just let go of, uh, well, they just mutually parted ways with their head coach. So, do you have a highlight of the WNBA season, perhaps this past season? That that maybe you want to share with us? I mean, it's it's so many. <laughs> I mean, you got you got KFC who was going bananas all season. Um, you got the Olympics that was going on. Yeah, you got the three on three tournament that was going on. Um, you got everything from uh, the Commissioner's Cup that was going on. Um, you had people that were playing injured. DT came was playing injured the whole time. You know, still made it all the way to finals. Um, they changed the whole. Uh, you know concept of the playoff rounds and stuff like that so that's that's another huge thing um and then there's a lot of outside things <laughs> that were going on um in the mm-hmm. w um a lot but for the most part um just the viewership went up um the amount of stories and conversations that were brought up um within the w this past season was crazy <laughs> and and it was really needed for sure but there was so many great memories um that you can spotlight anytime um on the w so that's what I'm, it's, there's not so many i think the the positives outweigh the negative from last season most definitely most definitely i have to agree with you on that and like i said man you know it was a it was a phenomenal um it was a phenomenal season for for women's basketball you know i know i, I do wish that they would expand but i know in order to expand uh, you do have to have more teams, but I think they have a they have a great product, and I feel like anytime you have a great product, uh, you, as long as you market it right and do certain things that the people will buy it, the people will come to see it. You know, so you know I've been telling my guys like on my show we have to do a better job at talking about it, and just it's just different things so everybody could just help kind of you know push it forward because I mean like I said it's a, it's a great product. You know, if you watch the games, like I really want to. Uh, you know, we used to have a team here. I'm, I live in North Carolina. We used to have okay. a team here, the Charlotte team, but we no longer mm-hmm. have them. Uh, but you know, I, I would like to. I, will, I don't know. This year, we are trying to go to a to a game. Maybe go see watch the Mister Player or something like that. But I mean, there's there's an expansion coming for sure. Okay. They, okay. We all just don't know where, but we're we're thinking, you know, somewhere out in the Bay Area. Mm-hmm. Uh, a lot of people want the Charlotte team to come back. Um, a lot yeah, of people I, want to see a team in Philly. So. I, I would want the Charlotte team to come back. I just sometimes, you know, as much as I love North Carolina, and I'm from North Carolina, but for as much as I love North Carolina, I just feel like sometimes we don't necessarily do our teams justice. Um, you know, outside of the the hockey team, like the 
Hornets and the Panthers. Well, the Panthers are pretty popular. I got to give them that. They went to Super Bowl twice. Uh, but, like, the Hornets, I don't feel like – I don't know. I think the biggest – well, I'll say this. I don't want to talk on service. I think the <laughs> biggest knock on North Carolina teams are the owners don't want to spend money. Jordan, okay. you know, like everybody loves Jordan, loves his shoes. But it just seems like, you know, at other times where he could have spent money, you know, people thought he should have paid Kimba. He didn't, but you turn around and you give Rozier uh, money, then you turn around and you pay uh, Gordon Hayward. But, you know, I guess enough about that. <laughs> but, hey, you know, I, will, I, could... I will also say another one of the uh, – what do you call it? Um, another one of the, the good things that happened during the season was the, the last two games in Chicago were sold out. Okay. For the finals. Okay. Oh man, yeah. So, yeah. So, I mean, I you know, I, I love me some Candace Parker. She's my she's my favorite player. She's not necessarily my goat. You know, I, I do got DT as my goat. But I, I do love uh Candace Parker. I'm a, a LA Sparks fan and I've always been, you know, I was kind of sad to see her go. <laughs> but I but I definitely understood. So, you know, and another thing I want to tell you too is how do you find time to <laughs> to coach? I know we, we were talking before we came on here, and you told me that you coach a track, and you also coach middle school basketball. Where do you find the time? It's time management. Something okay. I have definitely grown to. Okay. Uh, you just gotta, just gotta fill in those spots. That's all. Most definitely, most definitely. What people look at. Hey, can I say enough about this lady? Has her own sports agency. Still finds time to give back to the community by coaching. Because I mean, people, you know, coaching it, it takes a lot out of. You're not just showing up, you know, on game day and coaching. You got practice throughout the week. You got this and that. And then the kids themselves, they have, you know, so many different needs yes. that we have to attend to. So I, I want to give you your flowers while you're still here. You know, we appreciate you. That's a nice uh, WNBA hoodie you got. You have one, by the way. Oh, uh, thank you. Thank you. Nice hoodie, nice hoodie. So, all right. So, you know, we're wrapping up towards the end. Is there anything you want to let the people know? Where can they reach you at maybe you have some potential clients out there you know what you have a i know you have linkedin uh you have twitter i do have a twitter uh my twitter and my instagram um both is at agent csj and my linkedin is Chantel smith jones okay all right so you heard her linkedin is uh Chantel smith jones and her instagram and twitter is at csj right at agent csj at agency SJ, my fault about that. So, all right, ladies and gentlemen, I, I appreciate you, Miss Jones, for stopping through, having time. I know you got a busy schedule, but I appreciate you making time for us on your busy schedule. All right. Oh uh, yeah, no problem. Thank you for having me. All right, thank you.